It's a passion of mine to inspire and encourage others to achieve their God-given greatness. I hope to share a fresh and energetic perspective of life with you because everybody needs a little Jesus, joy, and Jen in their day. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Life by Jamar. Today's episode is going to be a little different. I've got my good friend from high school that we've recently reconnected because of social media. I saw a story that she posted, and her name is Neely Play. And we're, I hope her story encourages and inspires you because it did me. And I was like, Neely, I just reached out to her in, in private message and said, hey, we've got to talk, and I want you on my podcast. And so she's agreed to come on. And she's on the line right now. Neely, are you there? I'm here. Oh, you sound good. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> we've been friends since, like I said, high school. We both went to the same high school together, and we played ball together. We played basketball together. Do you remember those days? I do remember those days. Such those a are good times. Time. <laughs> Such a really great time. You were just a little Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Flying all over the place. You were so quick. And we even we ran track together, too. Do you remember those Yes. Days? Yeah um the sprint relay yes did you do the mile relay yes okay oh that thing is awful to this day I I still want to puke when I think about it but you know it was I mean it was one of those things where like it's a love-hate relationship like I hated to run it but I loved it it was you know because that 400 was just oh I remember so many times just handing off that dang baton and just dying literally rolling off the field (laughs) rolling off the court the whatever you call it the track yeah give me a basketball anymore any day Uh, yeah oh definitely (laughs) oh definitely but you know we went to a small y'all we went to a small private school together and so if you were an athlete you you did everything like you were involved in every sport (laughs) when when it came around that was the nice thing about being in private you know yeah I don't I don't miss that part of it at all um (laughs) but you're not on to for us for me to talk about our good old days playing sports you're coming on um to share your story about some of the struggles that you've gone through as a mom and how you've come through them and you want to help and encourage others that there's help out there and so I'm going to go ahead and just let you um you know what you want to say and you know what God's put on your heart so I'm going to go ahead and let you share yeah. Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much, Jen, for yeah. just um, having me come on here. I mean, this is really just something that I'm not really used to. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's something that I want to talk to, you know, people about um, that I'm very passionate about. And it's just about my, like you said, my just struggles as a mom and just having a son that has dealt with addiction. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just something that I'm passionate about because I feel or, you know, I've been doing, he's been struggling with this now for a good probably five years. So way back before, you know, I had, I could tell my story. I was just, I dealt with a lot of shame and guilt and um, there's just uh, a stigma just behind addiction and just um, a people lot of were going to judge. Yeah, you were afraid of people judging you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and I just if I can just take my story about you know the just the small things that have happened to me in the last five years of dealing with it to help other people, um, you know, then that is my heart. Is just really I want to share my story just to help others and yeah. 
because I really feel and what I've found out is um, the more that I have talked about it and been open about it, gosh, the more people that I have seen that have just, they have family members and loved ones and sons and daughters and mothers that have, you know, either Same died from an over, yeah, died from overdoses or have dealt with people with, it's so much more common than we, than we think and that we know. And if I could just get people having open conversation about it and helping other people, then, mm-hmm. you know, bring more awareness to this. So that, yeah, that's my heart. So yeah. thank you. No, yeah, of course. <clears throat> but um, I guess just where I want to start off is just um, my son, he's 21 years old. And um, about five years ago, uh, we, well, about seven years ago is about, we, I was going through a separation divorce. And he was about 14 at that time. But I think his um, drug, do, you know, drug, um just use probably started uh, really, really bad when he was 16. But that's about when it all came to like a really big head. When you found out about it, I guess? Or? Um, You know, I had found out about it before, but at that time, not only was I going through, you know, my own uh, struggles with going through the divorce and separation, but I was also uh, found myself being a single mom. Mm. And I was working like 75 hours a week at three different jobs. And so I was just trying to make end meet and trying to pay bills. Right. So it left him alone a lot. And I think a lot in the, I look back now and I, a lot of the red flags and a lot of the, um, the things that, you know, had I, had I been, I guess, more involved, I probably would have seen a lot earlier or maybe taken care of. But because I was just the situation trying to make it, yeah, um, a lot of those got overlooked, and um, you know, so I think it got really, really bad. And also, too, I I never really had a family that struggled with addiction or anything like that, so I really didn't know the red flags. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, yeah, it was just. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff got past me that probably wouldn't get past me now. But um, so if a mom's listening and she's kind of thinking there's some things that are not that are off about, like maybe what were some what were some of those red flags? Like I don't well, even know. you know, uh, you know, a lot of things now. Okay, the a lot of the red flags. One of the ones that he was very secluded, mm. and um, so seclusion was a big thing. And also, he started doing really bad in school. Mm. and um, didn't want to go to school. He also started hanging out with a really bad crowd. Okay. And they were, um, you know, doing things that were yeah. not, you know, kind of. You are illegal. who you hang out with. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, you know, and a lot of those things, like the seclusion stuff, I was just like, okay, he's probably just trying to deal with the whole, you know, True. separation, divorce thing. So a lot of that I kind of attested and just kind of wiped to the side of, you know, I think that's what he's going through, not realizing really what was happening. So, you know, it, it got past me a good while before, you know, I, I really could come to terms with it. But about when he was 16, he had gotten in some trouble. He had a probation officer and she would come over to our house. Well, I got a call from her and she said he had failed a drug test mm-hmm. and that he needed to go to a rehab and she had told him that 
I was going to take take him to a rehab that night. So when I got home from work, um, you know, I knew that I was going to take him to a rehab or a detox center at that time. And um, he had completely destroyed the whole inside of my home. Oh, man. Um, I mean, completely just destroyed it. So I had kept this hidden from every I was so ashamed. Mm. I was so, I didn't know how to reach out to anybody. I thought that if I was going to say anything to anybody that um they were going to say what kind of mother are right. you that you would let your your son, you know, do this to you and become this type of person. And you know, I was barely struggling just to keep my, you know, head above water at that time anyways and I just couldn't add anything else on my plate as far as guilt went. So, um, anyways, I had told my parents and so I called my dad and I also had to call the police and they both met me over at the house. And at that moment they said, either you're going to go to jail or you're going to go to detox. And, um, so he chose detox. And so my dad and I took him to his very first detox when he was 16. And I have to tell you, I couldn't have done it on my own. My dad was there for me as a steady rock, and he uh, drove both of us there. We admitted him. He was not a happy camper at the time. He was 16, very upset with me. Um, So much pain. Oh, it was awful. It was the hardest thing that I'd ever done as a mom. And, uh, that night is when it was like 10 o'clock at night when we finally admitted him and, um, I came outside and I had to call my work for the next day because I just, it was so late at night and I had was so exhausted. This was like an all day event that I, I thought I just, I need a day off tomorrow just to process this. So I called my boss at 10 o'clock at night and that is like when my life changed because I finally had admitted to somebody this deep, dark secret secret that I had of I've been trying to do this all on my own for however many years. And it has it kept getting worse and worse and worse. And the more that I would try to hide it, the more that it would get worse. And finally, I just said to him, I said, I had to admit my son into a detox he is addicted to heroin. And Mm. when those words came out of my mouth, I just bawled. And um, because it was just like, finally me, it was, and it was also too, like a relief, like a burden had been lifted off of my shoulders that I don't, I really don't know how to explain it. But anyways, after he said, Neely, it's okay. And Mm. he said, thank you so much for calling me. And then the first words out of his mouth um, after that were, you know what, Neely, you are a good mom. Mm. And when he said those words, it was just like the healing that Mm. I needed. And it just opened up so much. um, You just sit away with all that shame and guilt. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was. Yeah, it was. And it was just, that was like my first real just um, healing moment that I was, I was so super vulnerable and I was expecting just so much uh, judgment back. But in that moment, I got grace back 
And so, you know, I just opened to him about how, you know, this has been going on for a while. I've done my best to do the things that I, you know, and I don't know how it got this bad. I don't really have any answers, but this is what it's come to. And this is what I'm dealt with right now. And I've got to deal with it. And I'm telling you from that moment on, everybody that I have told or, you know, just met along this journey um, has just, I, it's so funny because the lie that I guess I told myself is that people are going to think you're such a bad, bad mom. mom. Yeah. Everything has been completely opposite. I have found nothing but love, love, encouragement, mm, open awesome. doors. And, you know, I just feel like maybe some people out there have maybe are dealing with the same thing that they believe this lie that if you, um, share your story or if you share what you're going through that you're going to get judgment judgment but I'm telling you if you find the right people and you find safe people that um, love you and are there for you through thick and thin um, you are going to find that you will heal so much from just being open and honest yeah well I think what we do is we get we we come up with our own thing in our own head that we we actually are harder on ourselves than anybody could ever be um yeah <laughs> you know we're, we're the one you're the one that said to yourself you're a bad mom and when he said you're a good mom it was like wait wait what what <laughs> like it was, yeah like I needed to hear that because you're sitting there for, for I'm a bad mom I'm a bad you know the, we do that to ourselves like I do it exactly we all do it mm-hmm. and so um I can't, I mean, that when you um, said that, I actually like got teary eyed because I was like, that, that man is a, a godsend that he said that he told that, that you were a good mom. Cause you are, you're a good mom, you know? Yeah. And that's what you want people to hear is like, you're not a bad person because this is happening in your life. That is your, that is your voice right now. You're just like, you're not a bad person. You know, right. still loves you. And you know, yes quit beating yourself up this is you know you can't find you can't get help until you get open about it you know exactly and you know so you know that was like back when he was 16 like I said he's 21 now so that was five years ago and this journey has just been had its ups and its downs but the very first rehab that he was involved with um, just really opened my eyes I Um, Me and my mom, they had family uh, weekends every week. He was there for about four and a half months, but every weekend they would have family weekend. Me and my mom never missed a weekend. And during those weekends, it just was such a good thing for us because, first of all, I saw other people that were in the exact same shoes that I was. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not alone. Like, there are other people here that have kids that are dealing with the exact same thing Mm -hmm. that I am going through. And because really I, you know, when this happened with my son, I really didn't have anybody else that I knew. And I really still don't um, have anybody else that I know that is going or through what I was going through. So I really didn't have at that, you know, time, anybody to like reach out and be like, okay, Hey, so this is what's going on. And you've done this before you've been through this before. Like, can you help me? Because Mm -hmm. I really just don't know anybody. And so, um, 
anyways, I learned tons. They had classes on the weekends where we all could learn about addiction and the brain and the scientific stuff behind it. Like there is an actual scientific reasoning behind addiction and what it does to the brain. Um, just classes on, um, just how the signs of addiction, like, you know, like I didn't know before and how, and how to, you know, see the red flags. I mean, they had tons of topics every single weekend. And then we had group where we would go and, you know, just, uh, do things together with, with the other people in the group. And, you know, those weekends I look back and those were just like transform they transformed me and my thinking and I learned so much. And that's one of the things that my son says that he's so grateful for is that I really just, um, I learned everything and just consumed myself with everything that I could about addiction. Cause I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. I never, you know, I didn't know anybody with an addiction. I wasn't around my parents, you know, they didn't, right. they, they didn't drink. They didn't do anything like that. I never, you know, did any types of drugs when I was growing up. So I was really just ignorant to the fact of addiction and anything about it. So that I learned so much in those four and a half months that really I still carry with me today. And I'm so thankful for, and, you know, I would just tell anybody out there listening that if you were in the same shoes as me and you just didn't know anything, you know, just uh, learn as much as you can about addiction and um, the flags, uh, the things that you can do to help help them, but not enable them, and which is a, a which, huge topic in itself. Yeah, I bet. And I'm sure a lot of that has to do with um, self-forgiveness and stuff too, right? Oh, yes. I had to do that. I had to quit, you know, with the guilt and the shame and the, yeah, forgiving myself. And that's so hard um, to do. I think that's the hardest thing. That's the worst. Especially as a mom. A mom's heart. We blame ourselves for for everything that goes wrong with our kids. Yeah, exactly. Like, what did I do wrong? What did I, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even he would say, mom, it's not your fault. I mean, he would even say it. But but you don't believe it. You have to. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And, you and you know, and just, um, you know, the Lord put inside of each and every one of us as a mom to nurture and to um, save and protect mm-hmm. our children. And, you know, I've had to learn to go against a lot of those um, instincts that the Lord has put inside of me because, you know, I would love him to death mm-hmm. if that was the case. That's and a good way to with, put it. Yes. And with, with addicts, you have to have boundaries and mm-hmm. you have to stick to them and you can't, uh, protect them mm-hmm. and you can't, uh, love them and enable them to continue in that type of behavior. And boy, that was a huge one with me. I had to learn a lot on codependency and, um, setting healthy boundaries and just everything that goes along with those lines. And you know what? And I'm not saying that I'm even perfect at doing all those. I mean, I have my have my weak moments. Oh and, yeah, and everything. But you know what? It's a I've learned and grown in this process, and it is a journey, and it's a process, and we're always learning, and we're always growing, mm-hmm. and we'll never stop. <laughs> so, so true. You know, I know. And so you know what? We make mistakes, or we do 
you know, we, we have our weak moments and we give in or whatever, but at the same time, you just give yourself grace and move on. Right. And learn and do better. Yeah. God gives us grace. <laughs> I know. Yes. And I know Thank it's God so for funny that. because I have such a, an, a, like abundant full of grace for everybody else, but I have none for myself. Mm-hmm. I know. And I'm like, Neely. And that's, you know, the Lord talks to me about that. And he's like, Neely, you have so much grace for everybody else. You need to have grace for yourself. Yeah. It applies and, in a lot of areas of life, not just in drug addiction. And so I think it applies to every area of life. So We're, true. The, we believe we buy into these lies, you know, and, um, and it keeps us, it keeps us from being, um, Effect, effective in, in 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 all areas, you know, in yeah. life. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's good. Perfect. It's good yeah, yeah. So, anyways, but um, you know, the thing about it is, is I just want to um, I don't want anybody to suffer like I did in silence. Those, in silence, yes. Um, before I just finally just had, and you know, and I was made to. I, I would just tell anybody that if you are feeling any sh- um, shame or guilt or anything that has to do do with uh, loving somebody who is in addiction, please reach out to someone. And um, you were talking about offline. There's a place you can go. What was the what was the name of it? Yes, um, there is a group um, and you can go um online and it's called Naranon and it's basically uh, a group they have groups in the area where it's all loved ones who have uh, people who are addicted so um, if you have a loved one that's suffering from addiction you can go and there's groups and they basically just um, you find out you're not alone Mm -hmm. and you know I've gone to some of those groups um, also celebrate recovery Um, some churches have that and you can go to those groups and, um, you know, just talk it out with other people that are in the same situation. Um, I'm very, very blessed that I have um, wonderful family members who are safe. And also I work um, at a place where I can be just open and honest and just mm-hmm. talk about the ugly stuff and will not be judged. And if you have people like that in your life that are safe people, talk to them and um yeah and reach out to me I mean sometimes I I had a person last week that said Neely I don't know anybody who's been through this except for you and I you know I talked to her on the phone um and sometimes I just said you know what I don't really know an answer but the Holy Spirit does Mm -hmm. and you know pray and ask and you know this is what I did this is what worked for me and, you know, pray and seek and see if that's what you need to do. But sometimes I don't have like an exact, I always say, I wish I had this magic pill that I could say, hey, this is what you need to do, A, B, and C, and then D will happen. But unfortunately with addiction, that's not how it works out. Everybody has their own journey and um, just things that work for them. And it doesn't necessarily mean it will work for you, but gosh, the most important thing that I found out is just to know that I wasn't alone, that other people were, were in the same situation with me dealing with the same 
things as me and that I wasn't alone. And that's the, I guess if you get anything else out of this podcast, that's just what I want everybody to know is if you have somebody close to you that is in addiction, you are not alone Mm -hmm. and to reach out. And and it's not your fault. No. And it's not your fault. And, um, you know, it's just reach out to people and talk about it. Yeah, there's and help. Get that, yes, get conversation going. And it's an ongoing process and um, it's never ending. But through opening up conversation, we can heal and, and encourage each other through it. It sounds like, you know, you're on, you're on, it sounds like you, there's like your mess is becoming a ministry here, Miss Neely. <laughs> you know, you better watch out. You know, you have a whole bunch of people emailing you, which is awesome. I mean, like that you're yeah. going to be able to help others. Um, with their with their stuff because it's that's that's yeah. healing I think it's healing whenever I'm able to help someone it's it's healing you know when you're done when you've done when you've gone through something you've learned from it and you're able to use that to minister to others and help them it helps yeah. you and so yeah and you know I found out too just one mo- small thing that I want to add is you know I was going through all this because of his addiction but I healed mm-hmm. I became, learned so much about myself and I became, you know, I had you got stronger. I did. And it changed me just as much as it's changed him. And I, you know, I also want to add, he's my son right now at this, at this point, he's 104 days clean oh, and he it. is doing so good. He, um, is going to, wants to go back to college and become a drug and addiction counselor He is just, um, he's doing so, so good. And it's been a long, hard journey and I'm so proud of him. And, you know, everything that I did, it's finally, all the prayers have finally, you know, feel Mm -hmm. like they're finally being answered, but you know, I just want to give him a little shout out there. That's so so cool. He's doing so good. So does he listen to podcasts? No, but he might if I tell him to listen to you have to be like, okay. mom, mom was on the, my mom was on a podcast. <laughs> I know. That's so, so cool. Anyways. And wow. he also is very open about his story and helps people with his story too, which is awesome and amazing. So I think that's how we help everyone. That's right. Through our stories. Um, so you are going to send me in a text. You're going to send me like some of the things that you mentioned, some of the places you can go for help. And then also sure. your, you said that you didn't mind me putting in the show notes, your email for anyone to reach out to you. If they feel sure. like they need help with something. Yep. It's just my name, Neely, uh, play N E E L I P Y L E S at gmail.com. And yeah, I'll send it to you. And if you email me, I will definitely reach out to you. And if I don't know answers, I'll try to find answers for you. Uh-huh. But yeah. I'm always that. a listening ear for anybody. I I have a passion for it because I know how it is. Yeah. So, yeah. You yeah. got compassion. You got empathy. There's nothing yeah. better than that. You know, that's life changing. Well, Definitely. Neely, I tell you what, we need to get together like and and play basketball. Do you know my daughter? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> she was all she, my daughter played in high school. And, oh, my gosh. I miss watching her play. It was it's just so fun. You know, yeah, she was. I do miss those days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're getting. I was old. in really good shape then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. Oh my, you remember? Oh, suicides. Oh yeah. my god, we were the most in shape team. Um, what year was that? We were sophomores when. I don't know. Nine is it early nineties? I know that. 
I just remember being the we would we would play teams that were so much better than us, but we nobody out hustled us. Nope, because, we had great stamina because well, our coach ran us to death literally. <laughs> he would bring out the buckets like those are the old old school days, and he not buckets. He'd bring out the trash the trash bins, mm-hmm. and and because oh my gosh, if we did anything wrong up on the line, I hated that word. <laughs> I mean that saying on the line. I would just start like my stomach would just start churning. Isn't that hilarious? Oh yeah. my gosh, I, I totally haven't thought about that till now. <laughs> <laughs> we we blocked it from our memory. Oh man, oh oh my gosh, yes, it's so funny. Well, good times though. But I tell you what, yeah. I appreciate you so much. Um, you know, your story is going to help continue to help so many other people. Y'all don't have to live in silence. You don't have to live in guilt. You don't have to live in. Uh, it's not your fault, you know. Yeah. And that's your main thing. Is just like. It's it's okay to to not be perfect and to have yep. problems and issues and that's what God's for. He's there to help us. I mean, like yep. like you said before we got on the call, you were like, I couldn't have done this without God. Like, yeah, it's most definitely. And that's my biggest thing is like, okay, it takes so much off of you when you finally just go, I need help. I can't. Yeah. Do it. And then exactly. Then the peace comes. Yeah, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's going to be easy. It just means that there's peace in it finally. Because it's like, listen, he's been sitting there going, I'm here for you. Hello. Uh, you yeah. know, I love you. And um, it, we, it's so simple. We complicate it and we're like, we're not good enough. And it's like, no, he wants your ugly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and I don't know. I just think it's great that you were able to persevere through all that you've had to persevere through and come out on the other side of it. And I know still, I know there's still struggles down the road. Nothing's perfect, you know. Um, and, and, you know, not until we, until we meet with Jesus, <laughs> exactly, but, but, but the journey, we can help others. If we can help others, then that makes it that much better, you know, and that much yes. more rewarding. And so I do appreciate you. And I know that there's someone that's hearing this right now. That's like, that's me. I need help. And so I'm so proud of you for coming on, having the courage to share with us, um, and, and, and enlighten us on what to look for and, and to not be, not to struggle in silence. That's your biggest, that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. It yep. doesn't matter if you work in the ministry. It doesn't matter if you work as an attorney. It doesn't matter what you, what you're in, if you're in the health industry or it's not your fault and don't mm-hmm. do, don't struggle alone. There's, there's yep. help. And talk about it. Mm, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good okay neely I've, I've taken enough of your time i appreciate you coming on i'm gonna um be texting you to get some stuff so we can put it in the show notes so that people can get in contact with stuff if they need it um and um i guess we'll just leave it at that i appreciate you for coming on thank you so much for having me i appreciate it jennifer absolutely awesome. bye for now all right bye